Slice Audio. Okay. Uh, but now, rain like some bitch, Dean. It's gonna flood on the street. Do you have water in your basement? Do you remember that? That's a nightmarish thing. I live in a spot where technically it's never supposed to happen, and that flooding we had from like three years ago oh, yeah, came up that. from underneath, which is underneath. Like, underneath. Calls coming from inside the house. <laughs> Six foot of rock. That's how bad it was. It came That's up from a shit ton of flooding. Yeah. That sounds like fun. No. <laughs> Here's our new podcast about sumping water from your basement, everybody. Yeah. It's time for the Book of Murdoch. Well, Chris had reset everything, so I wasn't sure. Maybe it wasn't hooked up. Whoa. Come back to the Book of Murdoch. As we're back from vacation. Uh, it was 6.05 day this week. Did you see that? Our state does a thing on June 5th. I saw it, but I had no idea code. what it was. You know why this makes it sound like hillbillies? It's like, oh, 6.05 day, and then I explain this to people from other states, and they're like, I don't get it. Our state is so small, we only have one area code. Like, where you live often, there are four area codes in your city. <laughs> <laughs> and our entire state has one, so it's 6.05 day. Uh, you know what's been trapping my ass, Dean? I ain't had to do this in a while. My phone broke. Yeah, I heard. So I got to get... Oh, that's not a good sign. <laughs> it's not a good sign that I'm being cool about this shit. <laughs> anyway, so I got a new phone set. And like... So it's like lower at this company. Like I burn through cell phones. Like in one week... This is real. In one week, I got a, a, my phone... I dropped my phone in the toilet. Mm, okay. So that ruined it. And whenever that happens, we get one overnighted. Because I, you know, I can't go a day without one. So like... I, it, two, not even two days later, I was doing dishes, and it, and it <laughs> fell into the sink. We had to give me two phones in one week. Oh, Kenny was hot, 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 fucking mad hot. But I made it two and a half years on this one. That's a fucking, that's a record. That is the longest I've ever had one phone function from, my, from, from when I started at this company. That is almost 20 years, Dean. That's awesome. The boss would be proud. Here's what sucks about this is, like, I used to be able to be good at this, like, techie Stuff like you give me a new phone. I'm now I can't. It's like I can't figure it out. It's stuck on some air. I had to actually call an 800. When's the last time you had to call a support 800 number? Oh boy, do I no longer have the patience for that. So then I tried to chat and I have a login and I can't find Chris. I this is all like 10 minutes, but this is right. I don't know why I did that right before we did this because now I'm fucking hot. Okay, and it's like oh, I just feel oh, I feel so fucking okay, boomer. Like, usually you get the phone, you get out of the box, you go clickety, clickety, clickety. I used to know how to transfer the data the whole bit. Now, and they're supposed to be easier, right? You turn it on, you put in the SIM card, you hit click, you hit click, you right. sign in once, and you're done. I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's real hard on Grippy Sock Spring, Dean. <laughs> also, I'm on the, I'm, we've, I've been, I oh, know, I'm going to edit that out. Hold on. Enough about bitching. Let's talk about good stuff. Let's do good. You know what's I read that's cool? Have you ever heard? You remember the band Soul Crate? Remember the hip hop act Soul Crate? Yeah. They're like they're like South Dakota's only fucking cool hip hop act they were we've ever Dakota? had. They're South Dakota Sioux Falls. They're doing. They I've, they've been done for a decade, maybe I don't know how long. They're coming back. Do you know that show in Sioux Falls? That it's a, it's a festival called That Sounds Decent. 
I want to say it's in August <laughs> or September. Anyways, if that you're, sounds decent. No, I haven't heard of that one either. It's a great. Uh, it's uh, it's a, it's a few years old. It's in the ra- downtown railroad in Sioux Falls. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's a great. It's a great deal. Um, <laughs> it's a couple of day deal. It's called That Sounds Decent, and um, it's put on by these a lot of Soul Creek guys. Anyways, um, I don't know. The last time they played, like this is for a very specific niche of Midwest yeah. hip hop fans. This is like Prince coming back to life. Because, like, we go to these shows for a while, and, like, it would be like, yeah, he's from here, and he's one of us. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) It was so cool. Anyways, to Wes and crew, I'm excited for you guys to see. I'm going to go see that show. We used to go watch. This This is how I should have him on, man. I bet he's got story after story. So, like, these three... You know, white teenagers from Sioux Falls trying to do hip hop, right? Yeah. And many, and they're technically connected to that uh, Minneapolis hip hop scene, which is doesn't get it a lot of credit, but is actually very good. There's atmosphere and prof, and all that Doomtree group and POS. Like, there's some yeah. really great hip hop acts out of Minneapolis, and they're kind of connected in there. Anyways, it, we'd be in a barn, and like at some drunk fucking dude's party, right. and he's like, "I brought so great." I'm like, "No shit, this is bad." Or like. That, remember, these guys would have to beg the Washington Pavilion because, like, in the in the early 2000s or late 90s, they, they would be like, well, we can't have hip-hop <laughs> in the theater. There will, there, someone will get shot. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I should have them on and do an interview. I bet it'd be pretty fascinating. Um, they're great. They were great. They were great acting. Like, um... They had a, the Heartland Panic, I think they had a record called that was really good. I'll vaguely remember that. You know, yeah. um, it has been such a long time. I'll throw some. I have a Spotify playlist for for Book of Murdoch for when I mention bands and songs that I put on. Oh, Go yeah, to Spotify nice. and search Book of Murdoch, and you and I'll throw some Soul Crate songs on there. How's the grippy socks, fella? How you do? How's your back? How you holding up? I mm. saw you walking. Is that because you were rehabbing, or is that because you were coming getting lunch? Both. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still? Are you? Te- are you quit? Did you quit? Just go home and rest. Are you still? I wish I could just go home and rest. No rest. Do you have? Do you have to like do livestock chores and shit? <laughs> yeah. Do you have to like? You have to. You have to do. You have to like instead of do chores like. You, did you clean your room, Dean? <laughs> I have to do stupid chores. You got to do ranch like outside of the time you're here. You got to. You're also like rancher. I gotta make sure animals don't die. It's crazy. How do you? How's your? You look like you're in pain. I am in pain. You want to sit down? No. No. Okay. You are you do you, do you do the edibles? No. You should do the edibles for the pain. It's not I'm not one of these weed guys where it's like it cures your pain. You're getting stoned. Trust me. It's not it's <laughs> it's medicinal, but come on. So like um it here's why it's medicinally helpful. You got nerve pain. I'm and not back sure pain. now. I got and another appointment. You don't I thought I was fucking bursitis. I thought so too. Jesus now... Christ, you're like my dog. Every time I take you to the doctor, there's something else wrong with you. Now what the fuck is wrong? <laughs> I did. They would put a cone on me. <laughs> did you get shot? Did you get struck by lightning again? No, okay, that probably good. fix a lot of things. And what if that? What if you got struck twice and you were like, "I'm invincible now"? We That's, could do. We could do. We, you feel like holding a kite no, and a key? I do, I do not. <laughs> you know, we were joking about that last week about going downtown, and I wasn't even thinking about it. And now that's all I think. We were really nervous about now. <laughs> a I little feel, bit. I feel bad that I might have given you a bit of a, a bit of a, a, you know, I don't know. We'll we'll talk to a therapist, dude. <laughs> but like, what's that dude from the Great Outdoors? He got struck by lightning ninety-seven times. Other than a stutter, that guy worked out just fine. Let's see, grippy sock, grippy sock. You know what is? Here's some. I am. I am going through a nice little window 
where my 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 boy my children are fucking awesome. You know, they're just like I could see them emotionally growing and nice. like they're talking they're doing things like you know changing jobs and they're they're like they're like hey so is this how i put in my two weeks and do it right and blah 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 and like starting to make plans and i don't know i just i'm really appreciative of of how they're doing lately they're good ass shits and that, and and also like this sounds so stupid but like you were raised like i was raised rub some dirt on a pussy yeah yeah right and like and don't work on these fucking kids it just breaks them so, so you gotta find new ways to talk to them, and it's probably the, a, a natural like when uh, uh, you were a kid becoming an adult, you gotta redo your how you work with your folks, right? A little, because like you now you're in a now you're in a big kid, but you're still a dumb fuck and you're twenty, you know. So like there, I don't know. I was so uh, you guys get it, right? You, you I'll fucking ride on you guys. I'll just you know kind of snap at you a little bit, but like imagine being that as my child. And and then imagine imagine you know the two hours a week you have to sit in a meeting with me where I tell you what you guys are doing wrong. Imagine that twenty four hours a day your entire life and your entire childhood, Dean. That's how they were raised. And like and again they were they're I'm wild. Dad's wild. We have wild, wild as far as wild fucking people, right? We have a I have a risk tolerance that almost nobody does. So do my children. So like. All I did was just yell at them when they, you know, you're getting in trouble. Blah, 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 blah. And so and so now they won't. Then there's that little window where you won't come to them and ask them for advice and stuff. And we're getting through that. Nice. So they're coming in like, hey, what do you think about this? Not just assuming they're going to get their fucking head ripped off. You know what that's from? Dude, weed and yoga. I'm telling you, weed therapy and yoga is my perfect cocktail for the ultimate. Not that I don't have shit to work on still. I do, right? Constantly, <laughs> every week. Fuck, I got notes last week where I got to be better from people and shit. So I get all that. But, like, it's 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 nice to have a couple-week run where you see them, like, function. And, you know what I mean? I'm proud of them motherfuckers. They're just badass dudes. They're coming along nice. It feels good. So when you have to go into a retirement home, they'll still take care of you? I don't. I mean, I feel like I'll relieve them of that burden. I generally think I'll punch the fuck out if it's nursing home time. I, I think everybody it, says right? that, but I seriously mean it, and I don't mean it like no, I know with a mean. gun and a bummer. No. I mean it like with a doctor and a fucking party. <laughs> oh shit! We can talk about this. Hold on a second. We got to talk. About, we got. I can't. We got. I got. I got. <laughs> we're doing. We got to do it early. Stories from Alcester. Okay. Alcester. 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 We got to talk about my mom, who will be thrilled. Uh, so, so like, uh, so like, um, I, I I have had this running theme, Dean, where it's it. So I'm the family eulogist. Okay. okay. So like, if somebody dies in our extended network, I'm usually the one that is going to get up and say a couple of words. Something I've wanted and asked for, I'm good at. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can generally give me a day, and even if you're kind of a bastard, I can make sure someone says something nice about you <laughs> at a thing. I got that in. I got that tool in my club. Okay, or it's got a club in my back. So, like, an unintended consequence of this has been at the last few funerals, I get to audibly make my mother go, <gasps> in the few. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. I'm two for two. Two for three, technically. Like I did one of my jokes about Grandma, Grandpa Rock, King Ron, and then another one about my story about Marlin. I don't know. It's just real fun, just you know. And so, like, did you get a talking to after? No, never that bad. Just a little, like, hey, I didn't see that coming. It's kind of a fun, fun to surprise. And I'm always laughing. So, like, I got a real, I got a real. I'm bouncing around a lot. I got a real. The you should see my will, and this is not a bit. This is real. 
in my will, I have some things in there that I find hilarious that will <laughs> hopefully make my mom you know, like <gasps> right. So like a couple of things like um you um I want my ashes put into a cannon and I want a, a cannon shot off and fireworks and shit. Nice. But I but I found a thing on on social media where I think this is clever. I want to put some of my ashes in a in an hourglass like a timer yeah i've seen those seen that right yeah and then i can i can still be at family fuck, game i can night. come and haunt fucking game night dean <laughs> that's 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 terrific i'd like to make about 10 of those so i'm gonna i gotta den that i got all these kinds of things this is real thing you know okay so like i have very clear here's what i want for my funeral uh, the, and and based on how much money there is that the band is going to be there right kelsey has i trust all of her she'll do all this right but like hmm um, I, I saw a TikTok with Elton John and the Muppets singing a song, okay. and I would like, I would like a, and I need to put an addendum in my will. I would like one Muppet at my funeral, like an actual I, an Muppet, actual, what, whatever. I like, I feel like I'm out of the budget for like Kermit, right? But I certainly feel like I might be in the budget for Doctor Teeth. And the electric mayhem. They got a new show on. You're not getting Dr. Tooth. You don't think I'm going to get Dr. Tooth? They're my favorite fucking Muppet, man. It's actually a very funny show. Every time I'm asked, <laughs> and so you do these interviews once in a while, and you're asked, like, so who are your musical influences? Blah, blah, blah. I don't get asked as much as I used to, but my fucking stock answer are two bands. Dr. Teeth and the electric mayhem, and Cat and Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. <laughs> Those are the only two bands I always answer. So well, sometimes I answer the Pixies because it's the truth, but like, okay. So yeah, I want I want I want a or or multiple Muppets. You might get a Skeeter out of the thing. I don't know. Skeeter, I take Beaker. What give me some what are some other what are, what are, give me some low range what are the low end Muppets you think I can afford? You could probably get one of the chickens because they don't talk. I think I could get a couple of chickens. But that's Bernice, not, yeah. That's like when you get like the guy who played bass in Aha for a month. Like that guy ain't gonna draw. That's I need more than I require more than the chickens. Oh. I think I can get Doctor Teeth. First off, keep this in mind. I ain't dying for fucking years. This is gonna be. 80 years away. It might be new Muppets by then. I don't care if it's Dr. Teeth. I just want a Muppet. Um, also, there's a whole thing. You, Bert, there ain't going to be a fu- The only way there's... This is the only funeral that is allowed religiously in, in according to my death documents. Are you ready? Okay. I want my party and I want all my stuff with the cannons and the bands and the blah, blah, and the Muppets, right? If... if this is where I... <laughs> this is where I'm trying to make my mom laugh a little. If you want to hold a religious ceremony for me... It, it it can only it is on paper. It can only happen after all the things I want. And if it is in a church at the fuck all, because I get it, your funerals aren't for me, they're for your people, yeah. and that's how whatever. They have to, have to, and Kelsey Kenny will make sure this happens. On the on the thing where you put the letters, the marquee, mm-hmm. the unofficial funeral of Murdoch Jones. Okay. It has to be that way. Say unofficial. If you're gonna have it in a church, it's the unofficial funeral of Murdoch Jones. Which I don't really want to die on the hill of atheism of it all. I just find it kind of funny. Like if that's gonna happen, like if mom or anybody wants to hold a little God ceremony for me for the prayers and shit, they gotta get the marquee right. <laughs> also I think in there they had to put <laughs> I think also they have to go underneath that they have to go MurdochJones.com. <laughs> I can see it now. You've already monetized your own funeral. Fuck yeah, man. I'm excited. I'll have sponsors for a while. Before I knew I wanted to get cremated, I wanted to do a, a rig a little fucking pop-out joke for everybody because it'd just be, it'd be lore. It'd be lore. But it turns out no one's as funny as you think they're going to be at the cremation company. Instead of getting cremated, you should sell off spaces on the coffin where they could put your logos and stuff on it. You could have that all sold out. 
I don't need to. Rec- I don't need to generate the money. I don't want a NASCAR. You want a nice party. I want the right sponsor. You want me to come to your funeral? There better be some good food and some music. Down there will there. be good food and music. Yeah, I do want a general sense of celebration more than I want a sense of mourning. But I understand that I am not of the same faith of creed of life of everybody else. And if somebody needs to mourn that properly, and you want to talk to your God to do it, I have no qualms with that, Dean. That's totally fine with me, as long as you put the unofficial funeral of Murdoch Jones because I find it hilarious on the fucking marquee. I haven't signed anything that says I have to get like buried with you or anything like I don't that. Think so. okay. I don't believe we're under any contract. You think that'd be cool like at the fucking King Tut's? You're going to come down in the tomb with me. Come on, body man. Let's do like, it. I did read it close enough. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you signed it. Oh, shit. You and 50 other people, you just got to get buried alive now, Dean. No, man. I, you know, take the empire over. Um, I don't know much, enough about toad venom to take over the entire... <laughs> what do you think? I start, you just learn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Muppets. I'd like Muppets to be added at my funeral. I would love to see Waldorf and Statler at your funeral. I would take... Well, fuck. That'd be good. Wouldn't that be awesome? I want, they got to be mic'd, though. They got to do the whole thing. That, that's, they, they ain't good unless they do some quicks. Because then they can make, you know... Well, like, what if I die tragically young, right? And then they could bring a little levity to the thing. You know, it doesn't have to be bad. Like, they could, you know, the, they could make fun of the sandwiches or something, right? Those guys, they'll, they'll be good jokes. Yeah. I get into this, and you know what? I'm, then I'm, I'm like, if I tragically die early, my mother's not going to be in the mood for any jokes. But I, I really feel like I can land a couple chuckles out of her, <laughs> even while she's <laughs> bummed the fuck out. <laughs> um, we might. You showed me a thing. As long as we're on Elsister, we should stay on Elsister. You belong to a Facebook group. What's it called? This abandoned South Dakota places. <laughs> you yeah, shows me a picture <laughs> of the of the of a of a picture of the Elsister Steakhouse. Yes, that's it. So that's that's my hometown steakhouse. You know what my first job was? I was a dish pig at that place. By the way, Dean's showing me a picture. Will you forward me that? We screen time for me yeah. too. I'll make that the, <laughs> I'll make that the cover image of the episode. <laughs> gotcha. So like, that's where I, you know, you were, you know, what was great about that? We had dish pig buffet. How's this for fucking gross? Ooh. No, hold on a second. <laughs> you said so, buffet. Got yes, my attention. <laughs> it did. Here's what dish pig buffet was. This is real. So like, if the food came back not touched. It would go into a pile of dish pig buffet. And some people had a little more casual, like if they didn't take a bite out of one side, they would take a quick little snacker snacker. Because you'd be in there watching dishes for like eight, nine hours. So, you right? you know, you'd, you'd, you'd get a little dish pig buffet. Piece of garlic bread that no one touched or something. I fuck this. If I did that now, I would. I want to vomit th- thinking about this now. But we'd just be like, no one touched their burger. Yeah. And just eat their burger. <laughs> Crazy. Dish Pig Buffet. Obviously, we ran Dish Pig Fireworks. We used to sell fireworks out of the stands. I'd make a little side money. At the money. steakhouse? At that same steakhouse, yeah. Oh, that place. If you work there, like, we would, gee, we probably all owe the owner of that place a thousand bucks. We would steal so much beer. Because if you work there, you could have ready access to your weekend or nighttime beers when you're in high school. And it says steakhouse, but that is a pole barn it's building. It's a pole barn. It was a, there was a steakhouse in it, for okay. sure. Okay. You want to hear something funny? My grandfather, Marlon was the original owner and operator of of that establishment where you were looking at, and it was called the Triple J. And it was a little eatery, you know, I come from a line of saloon yeah. operators, you know what I mean? <laughs> Shocker that we own a lot of American Road House. So, like, yeah, yeah, it, it was the Triple J. And my dad would bartend, and, like, he would bartend at night, and then he would go work in a packing plant. So we would get up at, like, 4 in the morning and go kill. He worked at a kosher beef plant my old man did you know what that is yeah this is how fucked up this is everybody so like at a kosher not fucked up good for your religion but like 
it's disgusting. They have to bless a sword and cut it a million times, and they cry out, and they're, it's, it's gross as shit. And his job was to, like, stand right next to the rabbi who would do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so he'd come home looking like he's in the fucking hallway of The Shining, rub the blood off him, go serve beer to drunks all night for grandpa, and then he'd get up and do it again. <laughs> fucking guy did that for I don't know how long. You know what I mean? Like, forever. Ever. Gangster, my old man. Bloody. I worked in a packing plant. We were going to do packing plant stories for a while there. We kind of forgot about that. It's probably for the best. I don't know. I mean, I saw some shit. I can still eat hot dogs and stuff. And don't bug me. I watched yeah. a dude eat a liver bile sack once. I've ta- I might have told oh. this story. This, this Filipino dude, he would just like, he, nope. was re- he was really interested in things that made his dick hard. <laughs> I'm like 16 and I'm out in this packing plant line and it's me and all these Mexican people, right? And like a couple of other minorities, right? So like a couple of Filipino dudes, a couple of black dudes, a couple of whatever. This Filipino guy worked in the in the so they're in these packing plants. It's it's like a manufacturing plant, yeah. right? You have to disassemble the animal. It, it, the, so you're, if you're on neck bones, you're, you do 3,000 neck bones that yeah. day, right? Well, there's a little conveyor belt where they pull out all the organs and shit. And the dude that was on the liver gig, right, where he just snipped the livers, I watched him do it, picks up a liver, slices it down the deal, pulls out the liver bile sac, which is basically, the I'm not a doctor, but that's, it's the body's filter for things that are killing you. Yeah. And it's like bright neon green, like something from the fucking Ninja Turtles, and he popped it in his mouth and started chewing it, and all his teeth turned green, but all his teeth were fucked up. It was so gross. And I'm talking to him at, like, lunch, and I'm like, what did you do that for? And he didn't really understand English, but I'm like, "What, what was the, you know... Give me the fucking deets on bile. And all he did was like the, do the hand, yeah. hard, hard erection, yeah. hand on the elbow signature, and he goes, puts lead in your pencil. I'm like, wow, people are so fucked up, man. I would ne- I, um, I'll kind of, I got a million of them. Watch a dude run a – so I used to work in the – in the in the in the stick it's called the stick pen mm-hmm. so it's the room next to the barn where you take the pigs from the barn yeah. and then you and then right before right before they lose their life and become your fucking bacon they're, it, they're in the stick pen which you know they get stuck with a knife and bled out that's yeah. the job of the stick pen mm-hmm. okay so like the dude's a dude's job all day three thousand times or whatever sharpen that knife stick in the jugular sharpen that knife stick in the you could shave with this knife right yeah. that's how sharp it is so he comes down too too low on sharpening it on the on the on the what's that thing called the steel yeah and he brought his right hand too down and he put his he put the knife i watched it happen i threw his arm all the way through his arm and then i just watched it move down his arm because it was so it's razor fucking sharp so he just like stabbed himself in his forearm and then slid it down to his wrist and he didn't really move or anything, and he just like looked at me with eyes real big, like, "Oh fuck, now what do I do?" And I'm like, I, "I'm a kid. I'm like, I don't fucking know." And his other buddy hits the shutdown button, and then they whisked him off. And I'm like, "Well, that guy's a fucking goner. There's no way he's gonna survive." Two days later, he's back with a fucking gallon Ziploc bag on his hand, just sticking fucking hogs, just like insane. <laughs> Couple of pinkies can't move and shit, like, but they're like, "Here we are, back on at it." Oh, man, wild. Worked with a dude named, like a, like a, you know how like it's fucked up, we didn't understand mental health, right? And if you were just like on the spectrum 70 years ago, you'd just be this fucking little weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this old, he's 110, his name was Al, and they just stuck him in the fucking barn. But he was like a weirdo pervert. So he would just like talk about sex all the time because he never emotionally grown up past 14, but now he's 82 and he's talking about boners and shit. And he worked with a little dude named Moses, and they would just, like, smoke cigarettes and talk about sex. It was, dude, I'm <laughs> fucking teen or whatever, and I'm like, 
That sounds pretty good, Moses. Thanks for teaching me about sex. Uh, you want to do the news? Sure. Do the news. Shit, sorry. Hold on. All right. Leslie's not here. Leslie's, uh, we'll be, we got to find a recording time in the, in the, I think we're going to move the recording of this up in the week. Okay. So we're not, cause we're doing 10 fucking shows here on Thursday and Friday. I think that's stressing pretty everybody busy. out. Yeah. So like maybe we do this Tuesday ish. Okay. And maybe, and then I'll, and, and then everybody can, I want to bring in some others too. You want, you got anybody you think would be good? We got, we got a whole fucking cast to play with. <laughs> you, that's not, that's, you think about it. Dean's like, fuck no, get out of here. Because you know what? You'll have to manage that. Then there's another thing you got to do. That ain't going to work. Not really breaking news with Dean. Uh, that's funny. Okay. One sad one. And you probably know the Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik died. Yeah. The world champion. Won't you be an Iron Sheik? You ever listen to old radio interviews with him? I interviewed him once. Did you ever interview him? No. He did him. He was so good at radio interviews, the Iron Sheik was. I interviewed the Sergeant Slaughter. The world champion. Did you ever see it? Oh, Sergeant Slaughter would be. I interviewed Sergeant Slaughter too. Did you do it when he came here? Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun. He was like, I was expecting him to like, you know how Arlie Ermey, we do interviews with him and he's still like, he's an asshole. Oh, he's like, the, yeah. he's kind of like the character from Full Metal Jacket. Right. I thought Sergeant Slaughter would be that, but he was actually like, he was cool. Hey, are you okay, young? You know what I mean? He was real gentle. You know what I mean? He was, um, not the Iron Sheik, though. That dude, I watched that dude piss his pants on an interview once. He was so drunk. With Opie and Anthony, they did a whole. They did months with that guy. You should do. There's a if if Google. I I don't remember all the jokes that probably came with this that aren't allowed anymore. But if you Google, if you YouTube Iron Cheek Opie and Anthony, you'll find just a ton of crazy interviews. Anthony does the the funniest Iron Cheek impersonation, and so they would just they would do that. That fucking radio show was so good for at, at one time. So like they would do interviews with him, and Anthony would act like him. And then they would just interview him as him until oh, he got sure. mad and lost his mind. They would do it with Andrew Dice Clay. They would do it with the Iron Sheik. They would do it with Vince McMahon. It was so fucking funny. <laughs> That's a, How old was he? 81. Jesus, I didn't think he'd make it that long. Like 15 years ago, he was just like like drunkenly Parkinson'sing himself out on, on, on like Instagram and shit. He must have got his life together a little. Died at his home peacefully, it said, in his sleep. No world champion. Um, New Yorkers will soon be required to compost all their food scraps, yard waste, and food spoiled paper in a sweeping bill that just passed Jesus New York City Christ. Council. I, can, I love, uh, like, all I want to do is live in a city sometimes, but, like, there's where I'm reminded that I'm a fucking dude in the country. <laughs> you can't, I mean, I guess that's good, but how are you going to manage that? 8.8 million residents are being told that they're going to have to compost their stuff. They can't even. We're too dumb for recycling. You think we're going to figure out composting now? Apparently they have bins set out like they have trash cans God. out there. You throw all your food I guess in it. it's good. I don't mean to be negative. Maybe it's probably awesome, but it just seems like something that we as a country can't fathomably manage as a people. Like, I just don't, I don't trust our ability to just get the fuck along enough to figure out how to compost. <laughs> You know, I was in an interview. I was doing a podcast yesterday where I was talking to a dude, and he and he was he was telling me that like there's actual news sources that UFOs are real, and the fucking Department of Defense and the Pentagon or everything have to like fess the fuck up that we have found up to twelve spacecrafts that we have not told the world about, and like little probes, and you know what I mean, like real, real. And then also, if you get down the conspiracy theory of it a little, like. 
right when we started finding these is right when we started making major milestones and things like ICBM nuclear missiles and space travel. Right. Sure. So like. Sean, can you check on that for us? There you <laughs> go, Sean. See if we find those Sean, articles see for if me. aliens are real, will you? And then see how much uh, a, a fucking Muppet will cost. There's your. <laughs> I'd like to know the. I'd like to know an appearance fee for Doctor Teeth right now. <laughs> hey, are you? Um, are you? <laughs> Are you following Houston? How fucking mad he is because he's got to go wear a suit. Oh yeah, he, he's mad, mad. Oh, I think I had to hear fifteen. I minutes thought he of was it. like kind of fucking around, mad, but no. he's mad, mad. And I don't think it was the suit part. It was the trying to get the suit part was what made him the most I, angry. I, I really feel like if Houston will let me take him shopping, it can be a real pleasure. I feel like we can have a like not a pretty woman thing, but like a real pretty woman. <laughs> Do, 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 do. I want to see the montage yeah, of that. Yeah, man, I think you said, do, 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 do. Houston! Houston! He might be into this. Oh, I can he's tell you, he definitely won't. He's, no, he's never fucking coming in. <laughs> he just rolled his eyes when he heard you shout. I just know it. I could almost you hear know, it. You know, he's going down the street, and he's got the bags, and he's happy, and he looks good. You know what the interesting thing about that guy? Having not having to buy a suit or not really own a suit. Gee, what a hillbilly. You got to own one suit for fuck's sake. Like he knew his suit size. That's how you know he's been in good shape for a long time. That's annoying. All right, what else you got? A collection of prehistoric flutes unearthed in Israel, once used by, I'm going to say this wrong, Natufarians, are some of the oldest musical instruments in the world. In Israel. In Israel. Do you, what's the time frame? Can I guess? I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go... What do you think they invented flutes? That had to be like a fifteen hundred, a thousand BC. Said so twelve thousand year old flutes. Yeah, I, I don't know where. I, it, I, will I you do I the math, do the math. The BC? <laughs> well, no, I'm way off. That'd be like eight thousand BC or ten thousand BC. Yeah, yeah, ten thousand BC. They can add flutes and shit. Although they're probably not like flutes, flutes. They're like recorders, right? They, yeah, they. Do re- you think the ancient Israelites were like Jesus? That squeaky thing. We gotta get rid of these. They were carved out of bird bones and. Apparently they work really? and make a noise like a screeching animal. I mean, that's what a recorder sounds like. <laughs> if you have children, if you don't, I don't know. I don't know how to explain the hell that is when your kids bring home a recorder because they're so excited and their dumb, fucking sticky fingers can't even remotely play it. And that thing, even when you can play it well, doesn't exactly sound like a cello. I'm it, pretty sure I have a one of those in a junk drawer somewhere. I feel like they'd be nice, cheap. I feel like it'd be a good bit we could do. Like, we could all learn some recorder songs and, like, go caroling around the market. That'd be kind of fun. Probably get some kids. We'll go play with the kids. Oh, how miserable. That oh, I need it. Be... Can you imagine? <laughs> no. Come the, the cast meeting I come into. This is what I do, right? Okay, so this. let's say this was this weekend, and I'm like, you know, it'd be funny as fuck. We got 30 fucking recorders and learn how to play them and then went around town playing them. And then on this little Tuesday meeting I have, I'll walk in and be like, you guys know it'll be fun? We do get a bunch of recorders to play them. And then you all look at me like you want to <laughs> murder me sometimes. Not all the time. Sometimes you're into it. Because because it's not dawning on me that like it'll take us nine months to learn recorders in order for this bit to work off. But like that doesn't seem that hard to me. How can our fucking hot cross buns? I'm going to get ten of us to do that and just walk into your office and you'll immediately realize why this is bad. If you will go do it around the town, I will I will, I will. will be fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else we got here? Oh. You know what's going to be funny? If I fucked up that BC math and someone smart's going to be like, that wasn't even... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. 
the very first known occurrence of a virgin birth by a crocodile has been documented by scientists. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Is this the sign of, like, the next lord is not us, but it's crocodiles? And they're gonna about to have their day in the parade? An 18-year-old female crocodile laid 14 eggs in her enclosure, which is This happens. is how it works in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Fucking life finds a way or whatever good. You never asked if you, 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 it's all coulda, 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 and you never asked shoulda. So they said three months after incubation, one of the eggs contained a fully formed, stillborn baby crocodile. Oh, it didn't make it? No. Oh, that's good. They called it faculative. I mean, you gotta kill them fucking things. They'll, 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 they'll eat us. Clever fucking girl. You ain't never seen the fucking movie? Yeah, There's nine it. Jurassic Park <laughs> movies. How does this not happen to you? Come on. The one I liked was 30 years ago, so... No, I mean just in general. Like this is, you know, when they're when they're talking about how they're going to recreate animals and shit. I was like, what? Why? Why? Why do you start with a velociraptor? What the fuck is wrong? No, start with a rabbit. Because rabbit will still evolve and kill us as mutant rabbits. Oh, I'd hate to be killed. I know. What a bummer, right? Monty like, Python, right? This <laughs> it'll be a bloody mess. I'm gonna make all of you. I swear, this is a real movie. I no one thinks it's true, but I'm pretty sure it is. There's a movie. Where, like, these giant rabbits take over the town, and it's like a horror movie. I mean, it's not good. It's like a real B movie. It's like a mystery science theater movie almost. Okay. And, like, the rabbits take over the town, and they have to kill them by electrocuting the railroad track. And then they make them run across a railroad track, and then it, and that kills them. But it's all in, like, 80s effects and stuff. I don't. I swear, I don't know if I have completely made that movie up in my mind, which is possible given my I'm childhood. I'm going to research that one. Okay. Killer Rabbit movie. There's a show on, I think it's NBC, with Joel McHale called Animal Control. Yes. And one of the episodes was they had to go wrangle some bunny rabbits that had gotten into someone's drugs. <laughs> and it was exactly what you think. Like, oh, they're nice and cute, but they're all on drugs, so they, like, ferociously attack the I'm, animal control people. I'm much nicer on drugs. I am not like rabbits. Speaking of fucking, okay, we got to talk about something, Dean. There is a... I don't know if epidemic is a fair word yet because there's just not enough data. But there's something happening. The, are you okay, so you all these murder podcasts are a thing, okay? Yeah. And there's a, there's an entire there's millions of these women that are listening to true crime murder podcasts. And they love it. And they there it it I just sat in a meeting today. We have a client, okay, he's running me he's it's a beverage enhancer thing, right? For like nutrient absorption, mm -hmm. and we're running media all around the country. And 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 the and the demographic that is the ven of like conversion is um 30 to 55-year-old females who like health podcasts and true crime podcasts. And we didn't we and like and like the true crime podcast where they just listen for hours and hours. You mm -hmm. can jam so many ads into true crime podcasts. And 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 here's what's happening. We got a real problem on our hands, fella. If you are a shitty husband, or if you have a side piece, if you're getting you dabbling in any of this stuff, <laughs> these women are murdering people because they know so much about it. I'm convinced there's a bunch of deaths that are just assuming. Right now, everybody thinks they're accidents because here's how these women are getting caught. They're like, I got away with it. One woman wrote a book about her grief and her kid, and she got she's now she's fucking going to jail. She murdered that some bitch. <laughs> she poisoned his peanut butter or whatever. And then there's another one that like was the side piece, but is listening to all these murder podcasts, and she killed the wife. <laughs> 
Is it like OJ's book, if I had done it kind of thing? It's and like it gets that, caught? <laughs> only there's a million more books and everyone loves to read them over and over oh. and over. And now I'm telling you, like, listen, I, if you're a good-ass shit, you're probably not in any trouble. But, like, <laughs> it's fucking murder time, man. I If you are a not a great partner and your partner listens to nothing but my favorite murder and you are eating your food without having somebody tested first you are my friend a risk taker <laughs> because if you're being shitty and just letting her cook all the meals you're you're with you are one fucking you are one hospital trip away from it all being over you and go, she's gonna get away with it you get a dog and let them eat your little scraps before you take any bites. I'm telling you, you got to test run that food through the to oh, her fucking your stepson. If you or ever the walk dog. up to me and ask me to test your food, <laughs> I will make you test food. This is why I don't. This. By the way, though, this is why I don't eat listener food. No fucking way. I need listener food. Get out of here. Any so like husbands, wives, side chicks. You gotta, you gotta. It's a little more head on the swivel. If you are. If you are if you are going to be um, a person who dabbles in not good things in your in your in your relationship, I think you need to be understanding of the consequences. And and the consequences used to just be you could lose your house, you know, you'd lose your <laughs> lose your fucking kids. And all these, those are which are yeah. important. Yes, but you would not die. Now your fucking life is in danger. So like. Really think about how good of an idea it is to like have some hotel sex with a, that fucking Tuesday holiday in seven. You know what I mean? Like, really consider how smart of an option that might be. Like, think about that before you're chatty on your social media. You know what I mean? Before you compliment somebody about how good they look when you'd never do that when the person was in front of you. Think about how dead you're going to be if that's it. It's just, it's just, it's just, it just doesn't seem like it's something. Also, I'm on the side of the dudes, too. You shouldn't listen. Just because you're a shitty husband doesn't mean you should be eating fucking arsenic because what's because Betty started listening to a podcast. Your unofficial ceremonies should have, instead of your website, please check my food. No, no one's trying to kill me. No, I'm not, no one's trying to kill me. I'm not saying I haven't been stupid in relationships, but like, no, 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 I'm not in murder territory. Uh, do you, do you, do you, how would you, how would you, how would you murder anybody. somebody no. if you think you could murder somebody? If you have any ideas? No, I, that's never crossed my mind. God, you're just a brilliant human being. You've never thought you've been so mad at somebody one time that you thought this is how I can get away with it? No. I have twice. <laughs> twice. You had been really angry. I was incredibly angry. Right, this is real. Um, not I won't go into why because it was all personal tragedy, right? The things were yeah. My, my mental health was in a terrible position, and, and never in a million years have I, it, 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 like, this isn't some law that was broken or something, no. but, but, like, I was so mad, I, w I had the gun and out, and the, and, the, and, the, and the bullets in my hands, and then, and then like, a real, mo of like, oh, wait, man, this is, yeah, man, I got that far once, 20, not 20, almost 20 years ago, because so I, I understand the anger. Right. But now, this is my point a little, to bring it back to where it's funny, because trust me, I'm fine. Everybody, every, all the parties have talked all this stuff out. That's not something. I'm never going to, you're in never any danger of me. I'm not, you know what I mean? This was like, I was mentally depressed. This was 20 years ago. So like, don't, please don't take that as I was so mad at Houston. I load the gun. You know what I mean? But like, now imagine that anger. Okay. You're that mm -hmm. mad. Okay. But you've been listening to 
seven years a podcast telling you about how people murder people. And I got away with it. They don't figure it out. And yeah. on these podcasts, by the way, they're not all solved. They ain't all in jail. There's a bunch of these fucking... That's why they're interesting. They're like, this is how Ted the fucking Ding Dong got away with it. And they're just armed with it. They have that anger and information. So what are you going to do now? you going to be shitty now? No, you should not be shitty to your partner because now you got to worry about murder. <laughs> all right. Do you remember this story about the... Uh... Jack Daniels dog toy? No. The US... Although there was a lawsuit. Someone yeah. was trying to use it as like a knockoff. The U.S. Supreme Court uh, gave a boost to Jack Daniels in his trademark dispute with a dog accessory company that sold a parody chew toy resembling their black label whiskey bottles. Yeah, yeah, There's a lot. There's a bunch of stuff. T-shirts always rip off Jack Daniels. Everybody's always kind of ripping off Jack Daniels stuff. So the lower court said, yeah, it's artistic freedom. They took it to a higher court. And What nine... court is it in? I, I, I've been involved in a couple of these, not involved, involved, but like on the border oh, of. Supreme Court says. It went to the Supreme Court, Supreme yeah. Court. The Jack Daniels Chewy Toy thing went to the Supreme Court. That is how protective Jack Daniels is of their brand. So if you're making your little t-shirt merch, you little content creators, and you're ripping <laughs> off, you're like, we'll make it look like Jack Daniels. No yeah. one will care. Fucking remember this. Don't that, be ripping off people's logos. Make your own shit, dummy. Matt and Disney. Disney's crazy about it. You know who's crazy about it is um, is um, I see him every summer. Um, uh, Marilyn Monroe's estate has mm-hmm. to be crazy protective because people will just print shirts with her picture on it. Right. And so, like, you'll see – I see a lawyer every summer because then biker ding-dongs are selling them T-shirts down in the Southern Hills. Right. They'll sell Elvis stuff and fucking Marilyn Man. All of it is just knockoff from China or wherever. And, like, a lawyer comes in and be like, oh, you got to take that off or I'm going to sue you. Yep. It's like, oh, that's what they that's what a guy does all day long. It just go from shitty t-shirt booth to shitty t-shirt booth. That's a job. Anyways. They won Jack Daniels. Yeah, nine to zero vote. Yeah. And that's not some cause the Supreme Court now fucking it sucks a little bit. That's just, you know, that's how it works. Don't rip shit off. Yeah. You watch Black Mirror, right? I've never seen one minute of it. What? Everybody has said I should, but I've never I just it's one of them shows that got by me. Uh, Black Mirror creator Charlie Booker revealed to Empire Magazine that he went full Black Mirror by asking Chat GPT to write an episode of his anthology series. How'd it look? He said it was shit. Mm. (laughs) Basically, it took every synopsis he had from all the episodes and then made a... He said, at first glance, is this pretty good. Is this a writer's strike thing to show how it can't be AI'd? I think so. Yeah. What do you feel on that that writer's strike thing? Are you following that writer's strike at all? Yeah, I kind of understand it That's, i'm on their side yeah but like i also think you're it's dangerous territory because like you're not gonna stop ai it just won't i mean because he's right it's shit yeah. but like also in a minute it put together an episode and that took seven yeah. people in three weeks last time right like so like i'm just saying <laughs> yeah it's, it's not going away i just thought that was cool they'll probably start doing he, there needs to be some Black Mirror episodes on True Crime podcast murder murders. Like the, I won't stop thinking about it. Like some person listens to a podcast in like 2009, right? And then in 2029, they murder some dipshit they married because that because fuck that guy, right? Because he's a piece of shit, right? And like, I'm tell, I'm I'm dude. I know I sound crazy. We are going. This is we are in the beginning of the time in our lives where. Podcast murders are going to be a thing. Does that sound crazy? Well, you're not so wrong. many people are listening. There's so like the number one genre of podcast is true crime. 
got to think about it, though. It's not just podcasts. This started back when you had Discovery Channel's 24 uh, hours. Sure. Of, uh, you know I what? I got away You're with right. murder. You're and, really right. That is, that is, that. okay. All right. All right. Okay. That's an argument of maybe there's not going to be this new ration. That makes me feel better because certainly. Like, remember those television shows in the 80s and 90s? Like 50 million people would watch that stuff because mm-hmm. there was no internet and you'd have everybody's attention. But it wasn't making them murder anybody in, in, in rare percentages. Watch like Unsolved Mysteries and Robert Stack. Sure. Oh, you can think about remember it. Remember Robert Stack. Right? They got away with this. That How did show, it happen? When I hear that music, it's still, it's still, there's a little part of me that like is, is nervous because I watched it as a kid and you'd hear Robert, Rick, it'd be 10 o'clock at night yeah. and Robert Stack's telling you how you're going to get kidnapped at the fucking mall. <laughs> and then your mom and dad would be like, have some ice cream, let's go to bed. And then you just lay in bed. I, this is why I had a teddy bear until I was like 11 and a half because I'd be like, Robert Stack says I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> Man, I've always been like this. <laughs> For the record, by the way, I'm in no I am in no danger of being murdered by some podcast fan. This is not I am not this is not a concern I have about myself. I might get stalker murdered, sure, but I'm not gonna get like <laughs> you know, jilted lover murdered. I don't I don't have that kind of patience for drama anymore. Well, I just don't. I got a couple more if you yeah, want. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I purposely found this one because of the title. What monkey masturbation tells us about the evolution of human sexuality. What? <laughs> that was the headline. <laughs> well, what does it tell us about human sexuality, Dean? Thanks to science, we may now have a good idea of why our ancestors first started pleasuring themselves. It feels good, and it's awesome, and like, look at where your hand just naturally goes, because you think that's an accident, because of evolution. They said it, uh, especially in primates. This, that's oh, and I don't. What did we learn? Well, there was never any scientific data behind it because there's no evolutionary. Is this is this, is this basically uh, is the premise by Jacksoff? Is that what you're saying? Is that what the study proves? <laughs> that maybe that's what it is. Well, I'm just such a silly thing that people. You know what I mean? Like we, it's how it was raised. Christianity was like you, you know the, that's devil's work. You remember? Remember? Yeah. Remember your little Harry Paul? Your Harry Palms if you jack off. People, you say that, like, we'd rather not do that. From an evolutionary standpoint, there's no benefit to it. That's why it's kind of like the news now. Oh, I disagree with that science, anecdotally, based on the zero experience of monkey science or jack-off science I have. Because here's why I would disagree with that. Even at a monkey level, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back to, (laughs) let's bring it back to murder anger, Dean. Okay. Okay. You're so mad about something, you have murder anger. If you jack off a little bit, you don't murder anger. You can't tell me that's not good for evolution. Let's jump to this story then. Sex is as good or better than a sleeping pill, a new study says. Well, certainly I agree with that, <laughs> but for different reasons. Because you know because this is what dudes will say. Like, this is okay. Okay, fellas, let me help you from not being murdered a little. Let me be. Let me be, let me, let me do you a solid. Let me help you out. Okay, so like. <laughs> You hear that, and you go, and and I can just hear the married man of America. Hey, honey, if you'd fuck me once in a while, I wouldn't need a sleeping pill. They're going to turn it into that kind of a weaponized statement, right? And <laughs> it, that is the wrong approach, sir. Yeah. I'm just, I like, I don't know what the right approach totally is, but don't, don't yeah, you know. Yeah, don't do that. Like, you know, if you if you just blow me once in a while, because, like, because that'll, you know, that's a married man thing. It's like, ah, I can't remember the last time I got a little drug. Cool. 
How much weight have you gained since you got married? And when's the last time you fucking vacuumed a little? You know what I mean? Like it's a two-way street, and that is, and the, and then hear me when I say that. That doesn't mean you should vacuum and then deserve it. Why don't you just spend three months just vacuuming and doing the dishes and cleaning up and doing all this stuff without being asked once, and then just watch the blowjob happen, fella. You'll sleep like a baby. Also, won't need a sleeping pill. <laughs> Maybe you go to the gym once in a while and stop wearing <laughs> jeans from your from nineteen ninety eight. Why are you looking at me when you I'm say that? I'm not at all looking at you when I say that. <laughs> he was I just, at just the, the the common the American man <laughs> just seems to have an allergy to you know. All of a sudden you're just like you know the blowjobs just stop one day. Like they all they all say it at the golf course. Like they didn't do anything to deserve it. It's like well, how do you think that happened, dummy? When's the last time you went down there and really put the elbow into it? I'm just saying. <laughs> got one last one. Uh, let's do it. This one's from. Uh, here in South Dakota. Oh, you got a we had another local story in a while. Coming up. Uh, local news with Dean. Next week, uh, Mount Rushmore National Memorial will host its naturalization ceremony. I love it when they do this. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things about this area, and specifically this area where it tends to be, we are in a very conservative area where we live here. I know I don't sound like it, right? But, like, this is, a, this is fucking Trump country. This is Bible country. This is where, you know. And even in our... You know, we are not pro-immigration by nature here. The thought of a bunch of people coming from another company, especially if they're brown or they don't speak our language, it terrifies the fuck out of a bunch of South Dakotans by nature. I know they don't want it to be that way. It just is that way, right? This thing they do where they take a bunch of, and I'm talking people from Iran, people Mm -hmm. from everywhere, and they bring them out to one of the neatest fucking things that we have in America in the form of Mount Rushmore, and they do their citizen, like, oathy thing there, whatever Mm -hmm. that process is called. It's fucking, it's I, I cry about it often when I talk. It's so fucking beautiful in this moment of, of of where we just can't get on the same page of anything. And and if you met this person, cold stranger in a street, a lot of people in South Dakota would be super friendly, would have a natural reservation, right? Just because agoraphobia, or not agoraphobia, xenophobia. Mm-hmm. And here we do, we bring them on out here and make a, you know what I mean, make a big deal about it. I think it's beautiful. 200 people from over 60 countries is going to be here for that one. And like... You know what's interesting about that 200 people? This is where these, you know, <laughs> these, like, you know, dumb fucking idiot internet political people, like, are always, you know, immigration, blah, blah, blah. Them 200 people know more about this country than than anybody <laughs> who talks shit on the internet. Right. They know so much. Do you know what the test is? Yeah. If we took it right now, I'm not sure I would pass. And I'd kind of pay attention to this shit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's legit. It's legit. And, 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 and like, right now, the average American Chamber of Commerce couldn't pass this fucking test. <laughs> I just think it's so nice. Yeah. I'm glad that that was the story that you brought. Thanks, buddy. Look at you fucking feel good, grippy socks. We got, a, we got a little <laughs> emotional today. We got a little deep. That was nice. We've done that in a while. I mean, we also talked about the murders that are happening to shitty people <laughs> and, and defended them like they shouldn't be. <laughs> I I feel like a like the mob defense attorney. Like I you know, if you take that out of context, this is what happens. If you took the transcript of that and then you put it on the internet, it's going to be like podcast host defends shitty people. No, I am just noticing a trend. Um, did I go through my list? Talked about Muppets. How much do you think? What's your guess on Dr. Teeth? I mean, like, you want the actual person no, working the puppet? I don't to be care there? who's underneath. I just want, like, it can be that. It can be, okay, I see what you're saying. Let me explain. 
uh, in the form of this. In the Broadway series, right? In the in the theater world, there you can do you can you can do um, you can you can you can do Greece on Broadway, mm-hmm. or you can do Greece in okay. your small town theater. Sure, I'm not expecting the actual hand in the ass of the of the number one doctor. I'll take Gallagher too, Doctor <laughs> Teeth. That's fine. Uh, one of those that looks real, probably grand. I don't want to knock off girl. No. I was, For Dr. I was, T? I was thinking a knockoff is what I was My to- No, I don't want, no. I don't want to just go buy some weird puppet. You're not going to be a mucking Muppet Muppet. Muppet Muppet. Elmo is what you can get right now because he's. <laughs> What's wrong with Demo Get Me Tooed? What happened to Elmo? Oh, yeah. They're the, the guy playing Elmo was. Oh. Yeah. Does that kill Elmo too? How come that should just kill? They can't find a new dude? Wait a minute. What'd the Elmo guy do? <laughs> I can't was remember he a, Was now. he like a... Because like sometimes I'll get into this and I'm trying to be funny and then I won't remember the, El, the Elmo guy's a real fucking rapist or something. I, Sean, we need help. I think he was uh, very inappropriate with some children. Oh, that's really? What I, that's what's in the back of my head. I can't... I Not 100%. Gross. But I see oh. videos all the time with Elmo. I mean, that's hard, that's, <laughs> that'll fuck up Elmo's brand, man. You can get around a lot of things if you're Elmo, but not pedophilia. <laughs> You, but like, okay, it, uh, I guess it better feel you got to scrub Elmo from the whole jump, right? But like, if he was just stealing cars, if it was Grand Theft Auto, you could just find a new Elmo. <laughs> Elmo can't be fucking kids, man. <laughs> That's a number one rule at the Sesame Street. <laughs> All right, that's the show. See you next week. <laughs> It's time for the credits. I need to cut some credits. The Book of Murdoch. This has been a Home Slice audio production. This particular credits was recorded in Studio 2A. Executive producer is Mark. <laughs> He's in my cell phone is Mark fucking Houston. <laughs> Executive producers Mark Houston, engineering Chris Jaquez. I think it's Jaquez. I call him Jaquez, and he is certainly the smartest man at Home Slice when it comes to technical abilities. I'm Murdoch. I wrote this uh, photo and videography by Russ Danger Haddon, and all graphic design done by our chief brand officer Robert Tiberius Henry. See more shows at homesliceaudio.com or check out the homeslicegroup.com. Thanks for listening. Give this a like or a share, and you have a great day. Mark has to listen to this, and he's going to be so annoyed, and that tickles my fancy. (laughs) So leave this goddamn piece in.